Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 189. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Know that the heart space is an intelligent guidance system. It is aware of thyself. And it knows what you really are. And what you really are can be found in the moment. Not in yesterday. Not in tomorrow. In the right now we are reborn. So let us rejoice in the resurrection. Let us stand anchored in our knowing that only God is here and all is well. This is day 29 of our 44-day challenge. If you are at this space, good job. I'm proud of us just for showing up. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about trusting your intuition. Now intuition and discernment do go hand in hand, as we would intuitively be tuning into data that would allow us to discern if we would like to attach or internalize what we have just come across, meaning information, a person, a place, or a thing. I can only speak for myself, but I do know I am another you, and as we are humanoid, the vessel does come intact with abilities and although at a soul level each of us are here to experience our own intention meaning maybe we are not aligned with the gift or the ability just yet but it is there and will become accessible eventually inevitably however As a vibrational being and a data collector, your discernment and intuition came intact. And again, I can only speak for myself. This is my qualification, my own experience. I would need to use a current situation in the collective to support what we are leaning towards. If you have been to the TikTok lives, you know some people have asked me what I think or feel about Tail Swan. And this is before the realizations or discoveries of her came out. Now, I'm not the kind of being our brother to kick someone when they're down. I've always been friends with the cootie kids. I've always tried to not be cliquish and make sure that I'm extending compassion and love to all. So I love Till Swan as a sister, absolutely, but I have never resonated with her. And again, it's not to be judgmental, it is to be discerning. I just knew she wasn't for me before this big story about her came out. And again, we're not going to talk bad about her here because we are all trying to find our way. We are just at different 
levels of development that might suggest that we may be here for the light or the darkness? And is there a difference? No. But if you honor the darkness, you don't see it as light. So when I was asked about Til Swan, I always gave a very simple answer. She's my sister. I love her, but I don't resonate. Something about her just keeps me away. And in the occurrence of the realizations that come out, I realized my intuition and discernment is spot on. It always has been. And sometimes I doubt it because I want to give people or beings or situations the benefit of the doubt and see the light and Christ in them. But if they don't recognize it in their self, I can't do it for them. But I can hold them in that knowing from afar. It's one of those quotes that is coming to mind from Tupac, <laughs> where he says, I do want you to eat, just not at my table. So I do not mean any harm or attack against any being that I know at a vibrational level is just not for me. So when we are speaking about trusting your intuition and discernment even more, we have to know you are not for everyone and everyone is not for you. And when you align with brothers, sisters, or beings, you will know immediately if they are for you or not. Trust that guidance. Trust it. Now, I was raised in a very Mexican Catholic household. I have witnessed very supernatural things my whole life. One thing that we do not play with or mess around with is the darkness. Now, when we say, me, your brother, when I say I honor the darkness, I mean my own. As a transmuter, as a, a luminary and a being of light, I honor my own darkness because I know that it can be fuel and then again transmuted for the higher good. But you will never hear or find me calling on the darkness or anything about darkness. That's not what I'm here for. So let us take a deep breath and be in the knowing that as we are being calibrated to a Christed being, you will happen to find yourself in the vicinity of darkness because as a transmuter, this is what we are called to do, to look in the direction of darkness and purify it, to see the light in others that they don't recognize in their self just yet. And again, I love Tail Swan. She's my sister. But something about her has always let me know she's not for me. And I'm realizing that is a... It's a gift, but it's also a responsibility that you would need to act upon, meaning stand in your role, stand in your light. If we are here to be the light, we need to transmute all things that are here to be dark. And that is by perceiving the darkness through the eyes of light and transmuting it in a way that you would purify all things. And in a previous episode, we spoke about the idea of recognizing ourselves as Christ so we can see it in all others. So is Til Swan the Christ? Yes. Are all beings on earth who honor the darkness Christ? Yes. Do they need to know and choose they are the Christ to be acclimated to that role? Yes. You must choose the light. You must choose love. We must choose to be Christed. 
and in the choice of it you will bear witness to the beings, brothers, or sisters who are not honoring the light even though they might portray it in that way. Again, the example, Till Swan. This is what we would say about beings who honor darkness. They just have not come to realize there is no darkness and it's unilluminated light. So be the illuminaries and shine your light, especially now, as the darkness may be closer than you think. It could be in your own family, in your own soul family, in your own groups or gatherings. Trust your intuition, trust your discernment, and be the light that illuminates all the darkness. Yes. Deep breath. We first want to clarify the idea of darkness and light as we don't want to perpetuate or nurture the seeds of duality as we are standing in unity consciousness today right now we are one with God. We always have been. It is our knowing that makes all the difference. You can't honor both. You can't be in two worlds harmoniously. So right now we are guessing we would even risk the chance of sounding like an ass and make the assumption that all beings that are tuning in listening right now are choosing the light, are choosing to be Christed and are choosing love regardless. So what does this mean when we are honoring darkness and light? As we are simplifying all things, again, we just want to see light as information, awareness, and darkness, the lack of knowing. This is why we can have compassion for the brothers, sisters, or beings who are here perpetuating the darkness or choosing it. They just don't know better. So as we are calibrated into a more refined knowing, we have to know better. We need to be the guide, the mediator, the shower of the way. Now, as we are focusing on intuition, which again is very hand-in-hand with discernment, your intuition is the answer you get from the discernment, meaning you discern first immediately. As soon as you meet someone or you come into a space, even a house, immediately your body or your five sensorial vessel will start giving you the indicators of the knowingness if the situation or data is for you or not. And if you're like me, you probably try to see the best in all others even if you recognize the darkness from the very beginning. You keep overriding your intuition. Why? Well, because we want to be Christed and see everyone as a being of light. But we have to come to the knowingness and acceptance eventually, inevitably, that everyone has to make their own choice. We cannot save anyone but ourself. We cannot do anyone else's work but our own. We alone must walk the path. Why do we say this? Well, why did we say the kingdom of God is within? Because it's your path to walk. So when we speak about honoring your intuition, we need to know that it is done for you. And the emphasis would be on the trusting of it. What does this look like? This looks like you trust the intuition as an impulsive knowing and you act upon it and then don't let the mind figure it out or analyze why you acted upon it until later. 
we need to realize that sometimes the mind, the analytical nature of the humanoid vessel, is late to the party. It's not qualified because when you tune into your discernment and intuition, this is a knowing beyond the five sensorial comprehension. Again, our receiver, me as your brother, an example with Tils One. I've never watched one video of hers. I've obviously seen clips, but it's just I look at her and something sends the knowing to me in a split second. And again, this is my whole life. I'm learning, realizing in real time with you to trust it more, to honor the gift which is then a responsibility. Why is it a responsibility? Because it's yours that you receive, so then only you can act upon it or not. And if we are choosing to be Christed and to see all others as Christ, we need to know that sometimes in the vicinity of darkness, you are witnessing a Christed being who does not know or realize they are Christ. And we cannot Christ them for them. So what does this mean we should do? Love them regardless to the situation. If you're like me, you can do that from afar. It just doesn't feel good to not trust your intuition. And why are we speaking about this topic? Because as we are calibrating ourselves to these refined densities, you will, we will, and we are bearing witness to the last-ditch attempt effort of the darkness to get us to attach to unawareness. So when we speak about staying in your knowing, your knowing is your intuition. It's in intuitively knowing from within out. And if the kingdom of God is within, we get all the answers within in regards to the pushed out experience. Hence, meeting or connecting with someone who you just know is not of the light. This would be the occurrence of the great divide where everyone's choosing. And as a Christed being, we allow others to make their choice and we stay in our knowing regardless to the choices others make. What does this mean? To see all others as the Christ even if they don't recognize their self as it yet. They eventually, inevitably will. This is what discernment looks like. To honor the intuition as a knowing and then stop right there. As humanoids, we take it too far. As our receiver, me, your brother, you didn't hear me say, I don't resonate with Till Swan because dot dot dot. It's just I connected, meaning I saw her, and I got an immediate knowing she's just not for me. And again, people would ask me about her before the information was released about her. And again, I love her. I don't like to see people down and then getting kicked when they're down. Again, I was always the one to stick up for the bullies and to not be really involved with the cool kids, even though I got along with everyone. I wanted to gravitate more towards the people who were shunned and kicked when they were down. So I send so much love to our sister Till Swan, and I surround her in the love of God, and may she be in peace and clarity and memory of her divinity. So we are not honoring intuition to be judgmental, but in the occurrence of honoring intuition, you have to honor your discernment, which is judgment from a 3D perspective. Discernment is judgment. It's just a more refined 
modality of it, which is not to take it too far, to just know what you know intuitively and then keep it right there. Again, you are not for everyone and everyone is not for you. And that's okay. That's the beauty. That's the amazing part of this, that God would line us up and guide us to the brothers, sisters, or beings who are for us. And then the discernment don't stop because you might be guided to brothers, sisters, or beings, and then you think they're for you because they project or express themselves in a way that would honor the light. But that's the outpictured world. You need to trust what you feel within out. And again, <laughs> as a man or a boy at that age raised by mostly women who come from a very long lineage of Romani or what people would call even witches, we don't really see it that way. We just see it as ancestral knowledge. But yes, we don't. I don't play around with the darkness at all. I don't budge on that. Again, I'm all about honoring the darkness and light, but your own, your own unawareness, your own lack of knowing, your own unilluminated light. We don't call on the darkness here. We banish all darkness. And affirm, I am a spiritually sovereign being. I banish all darkness. I am a spiritually sovereign being. I banish all darkness. I am a spiritually sovereign being. I banish all darkness. So where have you not followed your intuitive knowing because you were maybe giving a person, place, or thing the benefit of the doubt, which is very beautiful of you? Where are you choosing to see past the projections of others' darkness or lack of knowing because you are trying to recognize them in light? Very beautiful of you. We want to see those occurrences as God giving us the opportunity to be more calibrated in our knowing, which is only God is here, all is well. And we can connect with this knowing from the inside out. This is why your solar plexus, our solar plexus, is the jewel of empowerment. That's your intuition. That's your gut instinct. Where did you not follow your gut instinct or intuition? And then you realized you were right later. Where are you getting the lesson now that you knew before, but you didn't trust your intuition, so you didn't let yourself know what you knew? As we are being refined into a new density, our higher senses are being accelerated. And as all things done in darkness must come to light, we command all darkness to reveal yourself so that you can be transmuted and returned back to source, which is God. Only love is here. Only light is here. Darkness again, unilluminated light. You are the illuminaries. We came to light this place up. Yes.
as we are being guided to trust and honor our intuition, we want to touch on the aspect of intuition we know that we know. What does this mean? You know what you love. Your intuitive knowing can be attributed to your passions, your creativity, and your heart's true desire. Meaning when you were a child and you were born into this experience, maybe you loved dancing like me and you don't know why. No one in my family is a dancer. It's very fascinating. It, it was a knowing. Like Beethoven, just knew he loved the piano. He never had to ask or wake up and say, gee, today I think I'll love the piano. It was an intuitive knowing. So the beautiful part about this gift that is a responsibility is that we have already been utilizing it. But sometimes we override our knowing because we maybe don't understand what we're receiving or it just doesn't make sense to the five senses. So again, this is why we would act upon the intuition immediately and then figure out why you acted upon it later. So what are we saying here? We need to distinguish between intuition and impulsive nature. Why? Because they feel the same. They feel the same. And your five senses is very comfortable with recognizing the impulsive nature. This is why you eat. This is why you go home the same route every day. It's an impulse, a knee-jerk reaction. But if we are mindful and deliberate with the actions the five senses wants to take, we will be able to utilize that impulsive nature in a way that supports our intuition. And as a vibrational being, we are tuning in to much more that's happening beyond the physical perception. You only see about 0.3% of the full light spectrum. We are, as humanoids, literally blind to over 90% of the occurrence around you. What does this mean? Your five senses is designed specifically to reside in the realm that's not able to perceive that. But you are more than your five senses, so you do have an intuitive knowing that does not rely on the physical structure that is your body. Know what you know. You don't need to make sense of it. You don't need to judge it. You don't need to second guess it. Act upon it. This will strengthen your intuitive knowing. Any psychic ability or spiritual gift you're trying to utilize or strengthen, we strengthen it by acting on it, by trusting it when it rises. So what parts of your life have you always known that you've loved? What aspects of your life do you know has just not been for you? And again, we are intuitively guided all the time. This is why some people eat meat and some people don't. This is why some people gravitate towards that church and some people go to that church. We all have an inner guidance system that's leading us towards our well-being. And we do feel guided to offer an intention, our prayer here. Deep breath. Mother, Father, God, that I am, we call on you now. We know you hear our word. We set the intention to be more disciplined and devoted 
in the area of trusting our intuitive guidance system, which is the communication from God. Help us to be brave and bold enough to follow that guidance and to sometimes move in a direction that might be not what you were currently in, meaning maybe as you are honoring your intuition, you will find yourself disconnecting from situations, people or things that you thought were for you. So let us pray that the I am and the violet flame of transmutation see to it that any darkness, whether it be being non-physical or physical that is in our vicinity, be removed from our space now. We command all that is light to see to it that the darkness reveals itself so that it can be transmuted and we can utilize that transmuted energy for the highest good of all. And may all beings who are in the vicinity of darkness bear witness to their own Christ itself so that they can fall in the knowing that only God is here. Let all darkness be illuminated to and through us as the Christ. God needs our eyes to acknowledge the darkness. God needs our heart to send love where there is no love. And may all beings be spiritually free. We will begin to bear witness to some strange events. Not like it's not strange already. But again, as we are experiencing the great divide where beings are choosing Christ or not, we will see, again, the last attempts of the darkness to get you to bite that apple again. To be in fear, to be in doubt, to be in division and separation. Let that be the biggest indicator of someone who's not choosing Christ, that they would divide and separate Let us be the representation of oneness and unity consciousness and send love to all beings who are perpetuating anti-oneness. Let us hold them in the knowingness that only God is here so that we can create the quantum space that would make that knowing available to all others who choose it. Let us affirm, I am a spiritually sovereign being of light. I banish all darkness. I am a spiritually sovereign being of light. I banish all darkness. I am a spiritually sovereign being of light. I banish all darkness. Yes. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to offer a one-card pull from the Lightworker Oracle deck. Seems pretty fitting. Let's take a deep breath. We do want to clarify that there is no battle between darkness and light. That battle is done because you are the light of the world. There might be a battle between truth and lies, which is why your discernment and intuition is going to be a very powerful gift and ally. But as it is also a responsibility, 
Let us be more brave and bold to act upon the intuitive knowing without the conceptualized analytical logic behind it. Don't argue with logic. You'll never win. What does this mean? Your five senses will never trust in totality your intuitive knowing because there's no analytical, what we might call hard fact behind it. So trust is needed here as we are being prepared to banish all darkness and bear witness to the brother sisters beings who are choosing the darkness. We send them love. We see them in light. We know them to be Christ. This is the knowing we will stay in. So let us pull one card from the Lightworker Oracle deck. Card is number 19, which equals 10, a new beginning. Card message is an invitation to connect. Message is as follows. We are reading directly out of the guidebook as I'm not very familiar with this deck and I am also curious with you to see the interpretation from the author or creator who is Alana Fairchild. Alana Fairchild is also the creator of many decks that we use, one of our favorites being Quan Yin. She's also the Kali deck so many decks. Alana Fairchild, um, we love so much here. Messages as follows. Love exists throughout our universe. Many loving beings that do not belong to the human race exist in worlds beyond the earthly realm. Among these are those who are aware of the spiritual plight of humanity and are willing and able to help us move forward. Unlike those who close their minds because they fear the unknown, you have an open mind and an open, receptive heart. Beings from other worlds recognize you as a receptive channel for their unconditionally loving assistance in this world. You will both benefit from this individually and help the planet. So you are being offered an invitation to connect. There are many dimensions of existence. For those who are developing evolved sensory perception, the senses will not be restricted to being impressed upon by the physical dimension. There are higher dimensions that the psychic or emotional nature can recognize, and even more refined dimensions that the higher mind can recognize. Beyond that, there are dimensions that the mind, even in its most expansive state, cannot grasp, but the spirit knows to be real. The more your sensitivity to subtle energies evolves, the more aware you become of these worlds beyond this world. For some, this will be easy to accept and will inspire interest in learning more. Others may be tentative about exploring connections with non-earthly beings. Great peace can grow in the heart of those who are unafraid, who are open to the idea of beings that are aware of humanity but not human themselves, who want to help humanity evolve and have the spiritual power to be able to do so. No matter how mixed up and consumed by darkness the world may seem at times, 
There are so many powers of light working to see the earth and humanity through this most interesting time to see us into the new age of spiritual enlightenment. It is all part of this divine experiment of life, and there are many forces invested in the successful and loving evolution of humanity. If you have been contemplating life beyond the earth, perhaps talking to the stars, or gazing wistfully at other planets, if you have been intrigued by the mysterious codes of light and sound you are sure and embedded in crop circles, or simply have a feeling that you would like to work with beings who are more spiritually evolved than humanity at present, then you are being given a clear message with this message. There are beings in other worlds that are very aware of your open, loving attitude and the work you are doing. They are actively responding to your thoughts and feelings. Since we live in a free will zone on earth, we must extend an invitation to receive assistance. Because you are unafraid and resonate from a place of peaceful curiosity, and higher level awareness, you are capable of issuing the needed invitation to those that can assist humanity from a place of unconditional love. Of course, there are forces in the broader universe just as there are forces in the natural world here on earth that would not be so helpful to the triumph of love on this planet. Therefore, we must issue our invitation to the forces of light with a peaceful heart and a wise mind. The invocation below has been carefully crafted to attain that purpose. You are asked to use it whenever you feel the need to do so, knowing that you are part of a bridge between humanity and other loving worlds that want to assist life on earth. They thank you now and offer their blessings to you and to life on earth in all ways possible. The following is the invocation you can repeat or receive if you feel guided. As a member of the human race, through my own free will and for the greatest good of all, I call upon all beings that resonate with the quality of unconditional love and wish to assist humanity and earth to evolve on the path of divine love. I ask for the unconditionally loving ascended masters that serve Christ consciousness to be the gateway through which permission is confirmed for these beings to enter earth's field and assist humanity according to divine will, grace, and love and may all beings be happy and free. So be it.